Welcome to The Daily Dose, natural health tips from clinicians, researchers, and faculty at the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine and Health Sciences. Evidence-based care brought to you by the SCNM Medical Center, Neil Vernon Center for Regenerative Medicine, and the Medicinary at SCNM. Your trusted source for physician-grade vitamins, natural supplements, and herbal remedies. We're your hosts, Janet and Chris. And on today's episode, we welcome Dr. Don Jonas. Dr. Jonas, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you do at SCNM. So I'm a naturopathic physician and a full-time clinical faculty member in the mind-body department at SCNM. Prior to becoming a physician, though, I was a licensed professional trauma counselor for about 10 years. And it's why I fit so well into the mind-body department and it's why the mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness of my students and patients is so important to me, as much so as their physical health. Now, during such a stressful time, what are some tips that you may recommend to help people calm down and become more present? Right. I'm really glad you mentioned presence because the only time that we can really feel safe and secure is when we're in the present. In times of crisis, you know, no one's really prepared and everyone has all this stress and uncertainty, especially people who battle with like depression, anxiety, and past traumas. You know, their brains are everywhere. Their brains are in the past. Their brains are in the future. And we, we really can't deal with the problem that we have until we can be present. And so I have a variety of things that I do with patients and clients to help them become present. We can do something as simple as playing games to engage the brain and help us be in the moment. We can do breathing exercises. We can do meditations. I veer away from meditation when someone is really not present and, and start with more basic basic things. So what are some of the games that you could have someone play who's not present, who is battling anxiety, depression, who's really all over the place when it comes to their mindset? In that specific game, how is that triggering them to become more present? So when I was a child, um, my grandmother would play a game with me. She called it hide the thimble. So she would hide an invisible thimble and we'd have to guess where she hid it. She would say, you're getting warmer, you're getting cold. And she would give us hints and it was really fun. You know, now I play a similar game with my grandson. I call it I Spy. I know I didn't make that up. I'm sure you know the game. So I say, you know, I spy something in the shape of a sphere. And what he has to do is he has to open his eyes. He has to look around. He has to focus. He has to focus on what I'm saying and so that he can guess what it is. And during that time of focus, we can start to become calm and centered because while we're focusing and trying to this thing, we we can't be in the past and we can't be in the present. We have to we have to be in the moment. And so what that does is it, it calms down our amygdala. Uh, that's a part of our brain. Every time our brain goes to thinking about something from the past or something from the present that was really stressful, it gets triggered. And we can get into the present. We can start to turn that off and tone that down. We just engage the brain into the present uh, using all of our senses, our, our visual senses, our olfactory senses, our, you know, our smells, our tastes, everything that we hear and see. Anything that I can do to get my patient into the present, I do. And I spy is just one of the ways to get visually present. And now you previously have talked about gorilla breathing. Can you go into that a little <laughs> bit more deeply? No pun intended. <laughs> sure. Do you want to practice it with me? I would love to. Yeah. Okay. So 
the gorilla breath is a breathing exercise that I borrowed from Andy Capanegro. He wrote a book called The Miracle of the Breath in 2005. His book teaches us to harness our breath and use it to help master fear. And so the gorilla breath is an imitation of a gesture that enables gorillas to feel strong and centered when they're in the face of danger. It works by keeping the pectoral muscles from locking up in fear, and it promotes the stronger outflow of breath. So for us humans, it's a great way to dispel anxiety or shyness or feelings of inadequacy and promotes like courage and determination. If you have respiratory problems, you should take it slow and easy. But you start out by getting into a comfortable posture and just focus your attention on the movements of your breath as the air moves in and out of your body. Just take a moment to do that. And then on one of the inhalations, take in a little bit more air than usual. And then as you exhale, I want you to take, make strong, continuous, ah, uh, <laughs> doing it, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. So you beat on your chest with alternate fists, just like the gorillas do. And you do it vigorously enough to make your voice crack, but not enough to hurt yourself. And you just let that sound arise from your chest. And you continue this for like five to 10 seconds. And then you stop and you notice what is now happening in your body. Notice that your breath may be moving a little faster, that it's more free, that it's more open, and that you feel more alive. And then when your breath has stabilized for 30 or 45 seconds, you could try it again. I want you to think about how that breath is so much different than telling someone to calm down and take deep breaths. You know, how many of you like being told to calm down when you're upset? It doesn't feel good. Nobody likes it. But if we can harness this, this courageous kind of a breath um, and let out a lot of our tension, then the, the calming breath comes after. And so sometimes we have to do a breath like this before we can take calm, deep breaths, right? Yeah, that's so true. How did you experience it? My breath was actually a lot slower after I felt. I really? felt more, more relaxed, and maybe that's just because I'm a little anxious and my heart rate's at a faster beat, so doing something differently slowed it down. At least that's mm-hmm. what... That's for great. Sure. I mean, I felt silly. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. I think feeling silly allows you to relax a little bit, especially just being at home and there's no one judging me and uh, right. being able to be silly. I was mm-hmm. able to take a deeper breath afterwards, if that makes sense. Yes, that's the idea. That's the idea of the gorilla breath. It's a it's a, like a preparation for any of the other breathing exercises you might be into. What kind of self-talk exercises do you use with your patients in order for them to become more present and um, being so mm-hmm. caught up in fear? Well, I, I wish this was my exercise, um, <laughs> but I borrowed it from Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote the book, Eat, Pray, Love. And we really need to talk to ourselves like we would talk to a small child who is hurting and scared and doesn't know what to do. And, and the last thing that we need to do is to, to lie to ourselves. The last thing we need to do is to tell ourselves it's all going to be okay and that nothing is wrong. It's really okay to accept that we feel the way that we feel. And, and when we're in that moment, you know, what do we need someone to tell us? You know, we need to be told that, that it's okay to be who we are 
that it's okay to have strong emotions, that it's okay to to be scared, and that we're not alone. I encourage that kind of self-talk. And so writing a letter to yourself, loving, most kind letter that you can come up with, and, and doing it over and over and over. It's like giving yourself a the hug that you always needed. Or So it's different than, than what we often hear when we go to people for comfort. We hear things like, it's okay, don't worry, um, it'll be okay. And, and, and that always, doesn't always feel right. You know, what we really need is for someone to say, yeah, I get you. I get why you're so upset and, and you're not alone and we'll get through it together. We don't all have somebody in our lives that can provide these wonderful messages for us. Um, so we have, to, we have to learn to do that for ourselves. So when we start to write these letters over and over and over, we get to be in the practice of self-talk in a way that is positive and comforting. And then we start to hear ourselves in our mind. And when I was a counselor, my, my clients would say, I was in this moment and I was so scared and I heard your voice. Eventually, we can hear our own voice. And that would be our self-talk. When you are practicing self-care, what is your favorite self-care? So I will share a contemplative spiritual practice that I do every single morning while I'm still lying in bed before I ever put my feet on the floor. So this type of practice, however you want to individualize it, is important for our helpers out there because you can't pour from an empty cup. So I like to make sure that my cup is full before anything comes along that might drain it. So as soon as my alarm goes off, I first I turn on recorded spiritual meditation by one of my favorite teachers. I just use my gut to decide which one to listen to. Take about 15 minutes. I just wake up and gently listen to it. And I just devote this time each day and remind myself that I'm a being of light, an instrument of peace that I'm on this planet for a purpose. And then I invite my heart to just fill, like fill up with gratitude and love for myself, for my family, for my friends. And then I send it out to my coworkers and my students and then my patients. And I extend it out to the community. And I extend it out to the world. And I visualize myself going through the day in this relaxed and intentional manner and I visualize touching like every soul with all this love that's in my heart. So Dr. Jonas, for people out there who are interested in becoming more mindful and more present patient, how may they do so? So I'm working at the SCNM Medical Center and the number is 480-970-0000. And in this time, will you be taking phone appointments or phone consults? I, I do. Awesome. Well, we'd like to thank you today for your time and the exercises that you shared with us and our listeners. Okay, thank Thank you. you. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. This has been Janet. And this is Chris. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Dose Podcast.